Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, hello there. This is the cool and clear voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris, and it's time for the Food Show Saturday edition. It's always nice to be here on Saturdays because the crowd of people who call us up on the air and talk to us about the restaurants they've been to lately or the recipes they're trying to put together or the uh, ingredients that they can't find, or, you know, just anything having to do with food is what we do here. And we've been doing it for long enough that we've forgotten half of what we ever knew. Uh, And you will see that is true as the program progresses. We are here for a full three-hour show, yet the whole thing, uh, courtesy of that jerk who uh, screwed up the call in the Saints game. I need not uh, be any more specific than that. Uh, if if he had done it right, and the Saints were in the in the Super Bowl, uh, I wouldn't be here. Uh, but uh, that's okay. Either way is fine with me. It's nice to be here actually on Saturday because uh, as I was getting ready to say, and I think I sort of semi said it, we get a a different crowd for this program from the one that different from the one that I do every day here over on uh, uh, a corresponding station with this. It's 105.3 FM HD 2. You can listen to this show right now on 105.3 FM HD 1. That's the only difference between the two. But uh, that's that little one that goes through the week that has much better sound and goes out farther from town. So... uh, I recommend it strongly, not just because of the fact that I'm on that one every day, Monday through Saturday, and sometimes even Sunday. Not No show tomorrow, though. Our telephone number is 260-1870, and whatever is on your mind about food, about restaurants, about eating and cooking and all the rest of it, uh, call me and share it with me, you know, the question or the answer. If you, you know, a lot of people have answers. They don't have any questions. They just have answers. And I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. So uh, if, if that's you, call us. One other thing, we have an advantage uh, over here over my regular program, the, the one on uh, weekdays, is that on this program we have text messaging. So you can send me a text message. My address is, what's the, what is the, uh, I think it's, it's 87870. 87870, that's it, 870870, all run together. And that will post on a screenorama right in front of me here, and then I can look at it and pull out some calls from that. Because I recognize that there are people out there who feel funny about going on the radio and talking, and uh, eh, I can understand that. So we have that uh, other way of getting in touch. Again, it's 87870, and you will send a text message to me, and I will read it and, and find out what the substance is and see if there's anything that needs doing. In the meantime, you could also call us. I actually prefer that because we can have, you know, a, a guy to guy or a guy to girl or, you know, whatever we have here. Let's say person to person. That's more uh, adaptable. 
person to person conversation about the, our food around the city and where you've been going lately. Uh, somebody uh, stopped me in the bathroom of all places here. We have a lot of people who work here. We have eight radio stations. And uh, they wanted to know if I had a, a list of the 10 restaurants that are, uh, are very popular and very highly rated but are not very good. And I would, uh, th- there might be a, such a list possible to put together, but uh, it would take some thinking and some, and in making those lists is harder than you might imagine. Uh, so I, I couldn't give him an answer on that, but I asked him to go ahead and do it and call us when he had his uh, such list assembled. I don't like the uh, the thought process that goes behind places that are underrated or overrated particularly, but if it's something that affected you recently, give us a call and tell us about it. Uh, what I'm mainly interested in, though, are great restaurants with great food, great service, great prices, and these can be found. We have lots and lots of them here. It's one of the things that make our city really great. And I'll tell you just how great. It's not just me uh, shooting the breeze. But uh, three weeks ago, Food and Wine magazine uh, came on in in one of their annual editions. And they chose the, I think it was the 20, yeah, I think it was 20, 20 best cities in America for eating. Number one, right here. That's good, isn't it? And you know that we've we've won that a few times in the past. So uh, we've set a record with those people, and no money changed hands to get somebody to say something else or anything like that. Uh, so it's something to be proud of, but it's also something to take advantage of and also to expand upon. And that's what we're trying to do here with the food show. So uh, call us, would you? We we really would love to hear from you. Two six zero one eight seventy two six zero one eight seven zero. Let's see. What do I have to report to you today? Uh, Something. Oh, we do? I don't know how this. uh, Okay, I don't know how this this thing works here. Uh, uh, Okay, all right. uh, It appears to be Robert, or is it Robert? We'll find out. Yeah, Robert today. Robert? Okay, yeah. Robert. Why not? Robert does not have a good tipping for takeout orders or picking up orders. What do you suggest? Uh, What tipping? Oh, tipping? Yeah. Uh, for delivery, uh, if they actually bring it to your door, I would uh, I would go with my usual 20, 25%. Okay. And what if about it, if I order sandwiches and go to pick them up? Or, or, you know, Chinese takey out. Okay, yeah, good, yeah. good question. We get this one fairly often. Uh, my answer is, and, you know, I... I, I think I'm fairly generous in terms of tipping. I think t- the tipping whole, the whole tipping ethos is a great idea. But I also believe that if you don't get any service, there shouldn't be a tip. And when you during when you're doing pickups, you know, and, and takeouts, there's there's no real service there now. If it's a regular waiter friend of yours, and you go in there and you say, "Hey, look, I want to get the." Uh, the moo moo poo wait a minute the the um, mapo uh, duck and, uh, and 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 I want it with extra sauce and I want it to be made really really spicy 
Well, then somebody is going to have to sneak in behind the scenes and set that up to make sure it comes out your special way. If something like that is happening, I would say, once again, I'd hit uh, the 20, 25% tip. But if all you're doing is picking up a bag and handing a credit card over and and leaving, I say no. Uh, I, I also say this about, you know, coffee houses where you go up to the counter, you place your order, and the you do nothing. Uh, the uh, the waiter or the guy who produces it does really nothing other than make the make the coffee, and uh, you know that's that's like what a chef does. And chefs don't get tipped. So uh, and then there's no service that transfers there. If you have to pick up all your own uh, towels and you know all the rest of it, yeah. So uh, that's my answer. Does it answer your? Well, that, uh, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect, especially with the takey outie. Now, what about this? Yeah. A lot of times, mm-hmm. if you if you're familiar with the restaurant, and you can sometimes see the cooks in the back, and you know the cook or whatever, yeah. I give a, I give a tip to the chef. Okay, the uh, yeah. I, I I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's something that's required. I don't think any chef really expects that, but they're happy no, to get it when no. they do. Yeah. All right. Well, I just yeah. want to pass that on. All well, right. good, good, good uh, question, good answer. All right. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. He answered his own question, which is why it is good. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Uh, I, if there is no real service involved, there's no tip. And Now, a lot of restaurants have, you know, a lot of the people working in them have come to accept the tip as, you know, as theirs and, and not something that should be spun off quite as easily as I'm doing it. But, I, I you know, really, especially uh, these coffee houses, you go in, you say, uh, you know, I want a uh, latte, a medium latte. And the 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 person who does that, what, what, is, what do they call the guy who does that? The, uh, the, there's a word for that. I uh, can't think of it at the moment. But anyway... Whoever that is you place the order with, they get to work on it. They make the coffee, and they, they bring it out. You hope it's perfect, and it usually is. And they hand it over to you. And then uh, if you want some sugar, it's over there. If you want some sweet and low, it's over there. If you need a napkin, it's over there. If you need a, a, a stirrer, it's over there. There's no service. There's no service involved. No tip. That's the way I feel. We'll come back with more of the Food Show in a moment, but first, if you will, this. Oh, hi, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris coming to you live from the WWL Studios, 105.3 FM HD1. And let's see, calling us over here on the green phone is Louie. Louie, welcome to the Food Show. Oh, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Love your show. Thank you for calling. Um, Thank you for listening. Absolutely. I have a... a, a a question comment yeah uh, i was out last weekend uh with my grandson and his fiance at a, one of our favorite mid-city restaurants and uh yeah. a, a couple tables away there was a man three women and three little obnoxious little monsters who uh, <laughs> were first playing the bells on the on their glass and then playing the drums on the table then start mm. playing not it around the table mm. and, and your table or theirs their table. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Just checking. You never know. Yeah. But I made a comment, and some people around the other tables looked at me like I was like the, 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 the Grinch. Like, mm. I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it, how people allow their children to act like that in an adult place. It's not Chuck E. Cheese or, you know, McDonald's. Yeah. It's a restaurant. 
with a tablecloth. Um, what's your take on that? Just, just, just well, take you as an expert restaurant guy. Basically, what we come down to here is everybody has a different way of raising their children. And what would in one family be, you know, really strict rules in another family would be, you know, uh, oppressive. Uh, I I will give you, I I think, the finest wisdom I ever heard on this subject uh, came from Drago Satanovich. That's Drago of Dragos, the old man. He passed away about two, three years ago. And uh, he's he's famous for once having a guy uh, sitting in the restaurant eating. And there were some kids, and he got up, and he walked over to Drago, and he said, Sir, I, I understand you're the owner of this place, but those, those kids over there are making a real problem for me. And Drago, who spoke with a very thick uh, Yugoslavian back in those days uh, accent, said, Mister, I was baby. You was baby. Everybody was baby. You don't like babies? You get out of my restaurant. And that's that's was his stand on it and everybody laughed and the guy did leave. But I I, 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 I don't think there's much you can do because this other person who uh, uh, in quotes please allows the kids to run around freely. I mean there's a there's an upper limit on this to where there's a possibility that somebody might get hurt. You know that's that's kind of where the b- the borderline is, as far as I'm concerned. But the um, but everybody raises their kids differently, and if you try to apply your standards to somebody else's kids, you are asking for it. Yeah, I know. Rude is rude. No rude is it. rude, but yeah. it's not. It might not be rude to those kids. The, the kids. Then it goes to a borderline of ignorance. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, know about that. You know, it's. Uh, uh, it's it's a hard one. To, you can't call it because everybody does have the right to, you know, within reason, uh, uh, ask for you know ask for the kids to be under control. But one one man's uh, meat is another yeah. man's poison. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're at the dining experience. Is that you should respect that? Yeah, true story. That's true. The way to handle that is to go over to the manager and say, Hey, listen, there's some really you know loud kids over here. Could we move to another table, please? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, unless yeah. the place is packed to the rafters, is this uh, Mandina's by any chance? No. You talk? No. Okay. I love the place. I love yeah, go ahead. Venetia. I love it. Venetia's. Great restaurant. Oh, Venetia's is terrific. Yeah, and it's Absolutely. a great, it's a great uh, restaurant for kids because the kids love all that spaghetti and red sauce and all that. That's, mm-hmm. that's uh, you know, that's a real family kind of a restaurant, and... Now, if, if you were talking about going to Commander's Palace or Antoine's or Galatoire's or a place like, you know, upscale restaurant, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry I if that's not the... <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. You see, well, that's Absolutely. that's my point exactly. Uh, you, can't find, no you can't oh, find no. two people who have the same idea. No, and I'll go uh, back. Without a doubt, we'll go back, you know, at least, yeah. at least two or three times a month. I'll yeah. love it. Okay, yep. well, well, good. Thank you, man. Good luck. See ya. This is the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, too. And uh, joining us over here on the Orange Phone is Dennis, did you say? Yeah, Dennis, welcome. Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I just, you know, I just came back from a memorial service for Joe Kahn, 
who was one of the most interesting figures in the restaurant scene in New Orleans for a long time. I personal friend of mine, but he was everybody's personal friend too. So that that might not mean a whole lot. But uh, oh, his, that, that, I know Joe Kahn. My best friend Bruce Trasher, who owns the Riverview Room, yeah, um, bought um, the the business, the New Orleans Cooking Stew, from yeah. Joe Kahn. That's right. That's and where I, that's where so he's from. That's right. So I know John Kahn, um, Joe Kahn. Yeah. The reason I was calling you was my wife and I looked at a show put on by Chef Ramsay, which you, I'm sure you might have seen it, where it says. Um, 24 hours, he will turn a restaurant around, and he comes in and finds the place dirty and no service and the whole nine yards. Uh-huh. And we saw one the first week in January, and it was a restaurant called Streetcar Cafe. And it was on Carrollton Avenue, uh. right near St. Charles. Uh, I don't know the place you're talking about. The the trolley car? Is the, there's another place called the trolley car. No, no. Yeah, I, no, and that's I not it. So too, not the trolley car. No, it's, it was, and I looked it up. Well, anyway, you make a long story short. My wife and I decided to be adventurous this morning and go eat breakfast. Yeah. So we went to Carrollton Avenue to go look for the place. Uh-huh. And the address is correct, but it's a different place. And this show just aired the beginning of January. I I don't um, I don't know the restaurant. Uh, it's I've never heard of a restaurant called the. Well, there used to be one. Hey, listen, I got to take a break for the news. Right, we'll come back and uh, and deal with that some more after CBS. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about food and stuff. Someone called and asked about a restaurant. He said it's called the Streetcar, but I don't know of a restaurant with that name currently operating. There used to be one, but there is another one that's called the Trolley Stop, but the, the location that he mentioned is not the same either. So I, I, I don't know what restaurant we're talking about here. So not much I can say about that. 260-1870 is our telephone number. And joining us over here on the orange phone is Cleon. Cleon, is that right? Yes, it is. Good afternoon. Uh, this is a follow-up call uh, about a utensil I've been searching. But if oh. you will allow me, sure. regarding the call about the rude children in the yeah. restaurant, mm-hmm. I, d- I don't see that the prestigiousness or the expense of the venue um, is a factor in whether or not polite behavior is required. Little bit of kids are not equipped to raise themselves, and I certainly have no problem with the parents who allow it to be uh, talked to, even shamed. Uh, enough. Uh, as far as the utensil business goes, uh, no, I wait, 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 wait. Let's before yeah. we before we move into that, I'm going to give you. Uh, uh, I'd I'd like to gainsay what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do you have kids? Yeah. I mean, currently uh, little kids. No. You don't. Okay. Uh, when your when your kids were little, what did they do? We didn't take them yeah. to a restaurant until they knew how to behave. And if they misbehaved, they were taken out of the restaurant unless and until. Yeah, well, but the problem is, where do you draw the line at uh, at just typical kid-like behavior and truly unmannered, un- unruly uh, people who, who? I mean, I, how do you separate who's who's going to decide which is which? I mean, well, if you're going to if you're going to offend the people around you, 
How's that for a measure? Well, uh, typically when it happens to me, I, my reaction is I, I look at the kids and I say, boy, they're cute. I love little kids. <laughs> I t- and uh, I say that to myself, and I, I'm saying to, to you now, I think they're wonderful. In restaurants where they are, they are part of the, the, uh, the program, if you're talking about an, uh, a restaurant that has a very ambitious menu that charges high prices, that uh, uh, tries to produce a really romantic background, that you shouldn't take kids to those restaurants at all. Uh, but right. but uh, a place like he was talking about, Venetia's, which is your basic neighborhood-style Italian restaurant, which is a great place to take kids, in my opinion. The way I grew up, I was yeah. not allowed to misbehave in front of neighbors down the yeah. sidewalk. Yeah, but Period. what what is what constitutes unruly children? What where's the who draws the line? When they become a nuisance to the people around Who's, them. Who defines what a nuisance is? <laughs> No, I'm serious. It's just the whole thing is no two people with kids have the same idea about where you start and where you finish uh, with measuring this. But letting your children disturb other people. Yeah, but my point is, but who's to say... When does when do you, does that kick in? When does it uh, obviously become a problem? I mean, that's uh, I, I don't think we all, we can ever agree on that, uh, me or anybody no, we, else. We, we can't. No, no. This is Shirley Brown. I know. <laughs> I know. I know a whole lot of people who feel the same way that I do. Well. That yeah, can be a great there are a whole lot of, a lot of others. Our producer just told me that uh, there are a whole lot of people who see it my way. He he he, and yeah, that's the that's the lay of the land. But what are you going to do? I I don't have a solution. I like Drago's. I Drago's is no, you can't take them to McDonald's because that's uh you know that's that's that shouldn't happen. Uh, our kids, we never went to fast food restaurants. Well. <laughs> Well, well, go go get an go get an uh, ask them for a table, away from wherever these kids are. The commanders doesn't get too many little kids because most people know that that you don't go to uh, a fancy restaurant that really thrives on its atmosphere and unusual food. What you want with kids is you want a place that has very familiar food, and and that's where you go. That's that's where the choice has to be. Well, apparently, you, um, to my mind, you just answered your own question about who decides. Yeah, who decides? And and uh, money and venue decide. Okay. No, no, that's like uh, if you're uh, if you're lugging around sand and gravel, you don't want to buy a, a Rolls Royce to do that. Yeah, he's about right. to talk into himself. Yeah, I guess so. Let me tell you about my utensil. I had called and asked you because I had no success looking for a tiny scoop, a stainless steel spring release with a bale that Mm. uh, recipes that I had developed for cookies depended on. And I would just call to let you know, in case anybody else wants to know, that a young, gracious friend of mine who is familiar with electronic media Uh found a scoop for me. Uh, and the name of the company is Norpro, N-O-R-P-R-O. Uh-huh. That's all I know about it. But if anybody is looking for high-quality scoop, stainless steel, right. took me 30 years to wear it out. So I just wanted to make sure you had that information. <laughs> well, good, good. That sounds great. 
Uh, and it's okay. this is um, what do you do with this again? Uh, a spring? I make cookies. You make cookies. I make cookies. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is this is uh, something that you're you're kind of uh, squirting out of something else to make the form that you want, right? Well, yeah, to, uh, for yeah. uniformity, so that I have you don't uh-huh. know when they're oh, all going to be done. Oh, okay. Well, that, I'm glad you found it. Me too. Yeah. Thank you for your show. Thank you. See ya. It's the food Bye-bye. show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Joining us over here on the purple phone is, what does this say? Sal. Sal, welcome to the food show. It's very tiny on this screen over here. And Happy I'm, New Year. Well, I'm glad I fit. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Thanks. I appreciate it. I have a question. Ask me. Or two questions. One, how is it that they can bake a plastic baby into a king cake at 350 or higher degrees without it melting? And two, are there any bakeries that still bake them in? Because all the ones that I've seen have the baby on the side or in the middle and allow you yeah. to put it underneath yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, the result of various lawsuits over the years. Right. And What's uh, the first, I would, answer to the first question. The answer to the fir- first question is I, in, in all the years I've been eating, who knows how many, uh, probably a couple of hundred king cakes in my life, I've never seen a melted baby. Okay. So I so it, it maybe it melt. happens, but if but the temperature that you have in a, a king cake when you that you're baking the peak temperature it's going to get is not going to be anywhere near what it would take to melt plastic. That's what I was thinking because yeah. even when you bake a chicken at 375 degrees, the internal temperature of that chicken is only about 165. Yeah, that would that's if you're dangerously low on it. I would bring it up to 180. But okay, that's but neither still, here nor there. Even at an, yeah. hour, an hour at a time, at an oven that's 350, the internal temperature of the chicken will only get yeah. up to yeah, 180 that's, or that's 200. A, yeah, you don't have enough heat to, to make that happen, to make uh, that. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, in fact, I would worry more about the ones that did have the, uh, the baby baked in because I would think if you swallowed one of those, you'd have a problem. You might It might kill you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah and that, you— and I mean, I would, I would be wondering who the father was a couple of days later. <laughs> All right, thank you. So yeah, we will return with more of the food show in a moment. After first, please, this it's the food show. Hello, 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 welcome. I was just thinking through the breaks there about this conversation we were having about uh, kids in restaurants and uh, disruptions and and that sort of thing. I uh, have a, a corollary. I'll, I'll make this quick. There's a couple of people on hold. Uh, but uh, a couple of months ago, I went to a restaurant that was pretty classy, pretty nice. The prices were, were getting up there, although I wouldn't call it a ripoff or anything. And um, everything was fine until they seated uh, six people at the table right next to ours in what was mostly an empty restaurant at the time. And somebody in that crew, or maybe all of them, or maybe a couple of them, smelled to high heaven like they had missed. Well, I'm not going to get into any details, but they smelled. Whoever this was, might have just been one person, smelled awful. And uh, if we hadn't been pretty close to finishing dinner, I would have gotten up and asked to be moved. And and hoping that the the mater d or the the seater, that's that's a, a real position in restaurants by the way the seater, uh, will um, 
uh, start talking about it and wonder why we want to move. I mean, just <laughs> I hate to even think about that. Now, joining us over here on the blue phone is I think Camille is next, huh? Camille, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Come on in. Good. Yeah, I'm from New Orleans. My uh, niece from Los Angeles is in town for the weekend. She's planning her wedding here in March, and she has chosen four restaurants. Yeah. She has chosen Commander's, uh-huh. Galatois, uh, Brennan's, and Jack Rose. I've never uh-huh. heard of Jack Rose. Uh, I'll tell you about it in just a minute. Let me ask you something. Is They're going to pick one of those on that list, or are they going to all of them? Oh, no. We're going to all of them. You're going to all of them. Okay. Yes. The, the first three, solid gold. Uh, okay. Assuming that if you go to a place like Galatoire's, you understand that this is an over 100-year-old restaurant, and the way they do things is a little different from modern restaurants. And and I think that's the charm of the place, and that's what makes it great, that, that they do that. But, but that has to be figured into your calculations. Uh, Jack Rose... Uh, t- took over the space that for many years was the Caribbean room at the at the uh, ro- uh, the Punch Train Hotel. And, okay, I looked it up on the map and I thought, where in the world is? Yeah. I'm from New Orleans, just like, yeah. and I guessed maybe the Punch Train. Yeah, that's exactly where it is. It is specifically in the space that used to be the Caribbean room. I've been okay. there a couple of times, three to be exact, in like the last four or five months, and. Uh, they kind of have uh, the, the 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 food is kind of the style of the old Caribbean room, but none of the actual dishes, or if there if there were any, I couldn't find them. Like they used to do this this great crab meat dish called crab meat remick, which I think is a just great appetizer. I make it at home all the time, and they're the ones that brought it to this city. They don't have that on the menu. They they used to do some real nice baked oysters. That's not there either, and uh, I find the menu very brief. And uh, it's the room is not as charming as it used to be because they have kind of moved things around in the hotel over the years. And uh, I'm, I can't tell you I'm nuts about it. It's not terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that it's even open is something I'm happy about because it had been out of business for quite a while. And uh, I'm glad to see that they're back. And they seem to, you know, be focused in on doing something major. But I don't think it's in the same category as the other three you named. Yeah, it's funny because this girl does her research. Yeah. Well, they got married at Broussard's in March. Yeah. And, I mean, this girl does her research. It's like Jack Rose. I've never even heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's fairly new, but it's been around long enough to, you know, have things put together pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's one of those restaurants I expect is going to be a lot better in in a year or two than it is now. Again, I tell you, it wouldn't be one of my choices for a the, right. A wedding, you say? These are rehearsal dinners? Well, she's there? planning her wedding. The wedding's in March at Broussard's, <clears throat> oh, yeah. but she's in this weekend just... Oh, hanging out you know, with friends. Hanging out with friends, yeah. exactly. Okay, if that's the case, then go ahead and go there. Because it's not terrible. It's just, it's not... It, it, the Caribbean Room was such a fantastic restaurant. Oh, it was, oh, um, oh. It was wonderful. And uh, it's not... It's This place is not hitting that target yet, but I expect that they will. Okay, well, I'll yeah. be a guinea pig. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Her dad's why not? paying for it. <laughs> I'm a pig myself. That's what thank my wife so says. Much. Anyway, okay, thank you. Nice <laughs> talking to you. Uh, okay. John is joining us over here on the green phone. John, you there? Doop, 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 doop. I don't hear him. Let's go to. Um, I was uh, 
John here. He's not apparently there. So, Nell, welcome to the food show. Nell, you there? Is John there? Is anyone there? I hear nothing. Well, we don't know. Okay, we're uh, we're going to wait for that to all. Hello? Oh, hi. Hello? Is this Nell? Nell, welcome yeah. to the food show. Hi. I'm calling because I listened to your other caller about children in restaurants, and you said, like, how do you determine what is the level of acceptance of them, you know, acting up in a restaurant? Mm-hmm. I went to Copeland's, okay? That's yeah. That's a little neighborhood restaurant, I guess you could say, a chain restaurant. Yeah. Um, basically, I was sitting there, myself, my daughter, who was five at the time, my nephew, who was um, 12 at the time, and my sister. We They set us down in the main area. We sat next to a party that had three kids and two adults. Uh-huh. The adults were sitting there drinking wine and socializing, talking, yeah. while their children were running around. They got up on top the table. <laughs> and, I mean, it was like, what is going on up in here? This, this is a circus. So we told the um, the waiter, you know, y'all don't think y'all should address the those people have their children just, I mean, jumping around, running around, and then got up on top the table? And they were like, well, we can't. I said, you can't do what? I'm spending my money like they're spending their money. I shouldn't have to sit here and watch children run around a restaurant and you know some of the stuff. Yeah. Now, my friends and I went out to eat um, after that, and we went to Copeland's. But I asked them, please get a table where there's no children. They laughed at me. I said, you play for you want. I'm not going to spend my money and have somebody's child running around annoying me. Okay. I'm spending my money. Well, you know, what uh, What comes to mind is how many times have you seen kids jumping on the top of tables in your life? Not, n- not, a, not a lot, but I've seen Not a lot? More than once? Yeah, it's been more than once. More than once. But what I'm going to tell you this, if people would train their children, I guess you would say condition their children to going out to eat when they're young, and say, okay, this is the way you give them the etiquette rules. This, when you go to a restaurant, you sit down, you put the napkin on your lap, try to teach them how you act when you go into those types of settings. Yeah. Then they wouldn't offend people. I, t- no. I did well, that look, with my daughter. Look, with your story about the one on top of the, the table, obviously this is something that can't be uh, dealt with. And then that's where the manager comes out and says, Sir, madam, uh, we can't really, uh, we can't allow this. Uh, if We'll move you to a different table, but we can't have this. There's a, a real danger that somebody's going to get hurt. That's one thing. But how often, honestly, you, do you actually see that? I eat out every day, and I've never seen that. All right. Anyway, let's, uh, we'll, we'll be back. Well, I was working on that. We will be back in just a moment after. First, please, this. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. That uh, commercial that just ran there, it was nice to hear that they pronounced Oxner correctly. It's not Oshner. <laughs> but you didn't need that, did you? 260 1870. 260 1870. And let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Sherman. Sherman, welcome to the Food Show. Thank you, Tom. Hi. Uh, I have a question for you. Ask me. As, 
all this talk about kids in restaurants got yeah. me thinking of when I was a kid, and the nice place that we went out to was a place called Anything Goes. Oh, remember that place? You had, I know they, you're very familiar with. I remember it very well. It was. I, this may surprise you, though. It was operated and owned by the same people that own uh, Brennan's on Royal Street. How you Interesting. Like that? Well, you know what's funny about it is I can remember the atmosphere, of course, yeah. from being a young child. I can remember the... You know, I wish you, you know, I, 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 I ask you to call me after the news, but we've hit the wall on this, so I have to stop. But uh, call me back. I'd like to hear more of this. Stay tuned. More of the food show. WWL Radio, New Orleans, WWL FM, HD3, Kenner, New Orleans. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.